Yo, what's going on, bro? Tato Chip, it's your boy Jay, or the TRX for Washington. We're throwing this one back to a little bit earlier on this year. I know it's not Thursday, but we're going to throw this back to a little bit earlier on this year because uh, this is a, we're actually kind of in the same position that we are in right around this time when I first recorded this episode, which is like uh, right before we are starting to get into the pandemic. And we were talking about, in this particular episode, we were talking about like the secret and why it's more important to sacrifice over suffer. And the reason why you would suffer is because you sit in silence and you essentially hope that something is going to happen to you. And that's suffering. You endure what's going to happen. However, what you can do is you can endure what's happening with a sacrifice. And you might actually, because you willingly undergo this challenge, because you willingly undergo this this obstacle, because you willingly face this obstacle, you actually learn something from the experience rather than simply enduring it. And that's the important thing is actually learn from an experience rather than endure it. So uh, hopefully that uh, we'll, we'll get a little something, a little insight in this episode today. Uh, it's, it's a little bit longer one, but I think it's going to be one of those that you really should listen to more than once because there's a lot to unpack in this particular episode. And I think that it's something that we all should really consider because, you know, uh, given our current temperature uh, across the world, across the the country politically, however you want to look at it, you know, a lot of people are just enduring right now. But I think the issue is that more of us need to be sacrificing. More of us need to see uh, the greater good. We need to be looking at the goals that are ahead of us and really putting in some effort and doing something that can literally make us stronger so that we can be ready for what we need to be, be ready for when it comes to preparing for a better life as individuals and as a country and as a global community. All right, so let's get this episode underway. Episode number 401 of the TR Expert Talks. Sacrifice or suffer. Let's go. I talk to myself sometimes and try to reprimand myself and I, you know, I get myself in line and uh, it works, you know, it works. So like sometimes you just got to be that person. And I wanted to talk about that today because like I used to be kind of not that person. There was a time like when the seeker came out, I was all over that. I was getting buying crystals and stuff like that. And I was setting my intention to the universe and stuff like that. And don't get me wrong. I believe there is definitely some some validity in that, like setting your intention to the universe and really putting out positive vibes. There's absolutely absolutely 100% something that has 
some kind to some kind of force that we don't understand there's multiple dimensions that we know exist you know we're we only understand three they say that the universe is composed up up to at least nine maybe even 12 dimensions so there's probably there's things that are affecting us that we have no idea what they do you know what i'm saying so it's very possible that like setting strong intentions and putting whatever you want out in the universe will eventually lead to what you want. However, in my experience and from what I've seen from just about everybody that's been successful that I've studied in the world, it's been more than just a belief in setting out a good intention and lighting some incense or candles that are like going to help you receive the whatever, whatever. It's about work. So we're going to talk about that today. We're going to we we'll be talking about what I believe is the actual uh, cause for most people's success, and I'm gonna go and delve into a few stories. I'm gonna delve into some uh, some some historical context for you. I'm gonna go into my own personal uh, uh, antidotes, antidotes, and uh, hopefully convince you that once and for all that the secret is bogus. That the secret is not necessarily you just sitting around and thinking of some good intentions and uh, what you want popping up. All right, all right. I want to talk about this. I feel like I talked about it the other day, but then I didn't. I looked at back of my I was like, "What? Really? I guess I didn't talk about it." But I will talk about it today. I probably talked about it maybe a little longer ago than I thought. Sometimes stuff just kind of runs together for me, and I'm like, did I talk about that already? <laughs> so you know what though, like I get into those habit, I get in those habits. Like, did I talk about that? Where I always want to like t- give out, do something new, new. You know what I'm saying? But uh, sometimes it's like good to go back and maybe review some stuff that I talked about, maybe even recently, just so uh, I can maybe clarify some things. I notice sometimes I listen back and I'm like, you know what? I could have put a little something, something here, maybe clarify some things. So. I'm not going to really get too hung up on the content of these here podcast episodes. I'm just going to give you what's uh, on my mind because, you know, sometimes it's hard to give you some some content or try to make it new. You know, it's like I'm trying to do something good, right? But for me, a lot of times something good means something new. But it doesn't necessarily have to be something quote-unquote new. It could be, you know, maybe an old concept, but maybe a new twist on it. A new perspective, because every day brings a new perspective, right? So that's what we're going to do today. We're going to go over something that I'm pretty sure that I've talked about fairly recently. And we're just going to review it again. Why not? And what am I going to be talking about today? Well, I want to talk about The Secret. Yeah. I want to talk about, like, look. um, The reason why I want to talk about this is because I feel like I've noticed that when I put stuff on like social media and stuff like that, that kind of talks about people like actually putting in work. People don't like that. <laughs> like for real, for real. People don't want to hear that like the secret to actually getting anything that you want in life is literally just putting in the work. Right? Like look, people that are like super ultra smart, like say Bill Gates or um Warren Buffett, he's pretty smart. Uh, let's see who else. We could probably go with Steve Jobs at one point in time. You know, he was he's passed away now, but he was pretty smart in his day. Uh, I think Tim Allen, I think his name is, or Tim Cook, excuse me. 
uh, and there's a guy named Alan. So anyways, there's a lot of guys that made a lot of money in life. You know, like that guy from Amazon, was it? And Jeff Bezos. A lot of guys that made a lot of, oh, like, Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, I keep going on and on and on. But anyways, look, there's a lot of people that made a lot of money in life, right? And people look at those people and they say, I'm going to have a life like theirs. Like people look at Mark Zuckerberg and they're like, well, all I got to do is just create another social media app and I'm good, right? You know, a lot of people were doing that for a while, trying to copy Facebook. But the thing is that like, you know, you can't really copy something like that that already already exists, that's already successful and is already relatively free. It's more or less free for us unless you want to buy ads or not. But it's free. So it's like, how do you have a platform that's free that you can talk to everybody that you already know and like have any you can't have any competition they've slowly just pretty much cornered their market on social media platforms that are similar to the you know that are similar to that obviously you have Instagram but you know you don't have many platforms I mean uh, the only other platform I think that would probably is going to take off it's very similar is is TikTok I mean Snapchat is kind of it's kind of I mean it's still top I think it's like top 10 apps on the app store, but it's just, I don't feel like it's, it doesn't feel like a giant like Snapchat or excuse me, I just said, it doesn't feel like it's not a giant like Facebook or Instagram, right? So anyways, what I wanted to talk about here is like how people believe that it's so easy to get like rich like everybody just looks at like the path that people took and they say oh i could do that like they say they look at zuckerberg or they look at bezos or they look at all these other people they notice that or even like richard branson there you go that's one a lot of these people see that they like dropped out of school or didn't even go to school and they're like oh i got all i gotta do is just drop out of school and then like dream of what i want right and I see even people that go to school, you know, get a degree, and I think well, I can dream of what I want, and it'll come to me, and then boom, I'll be a rich millionaire. And that's crazy, you know. It's like, how do you expect to like not know anything, and then just like dream of like being rich, and then all of a sudden you're rich? Like, how in the world does that happen? Yeah, I know. Like, if you're a religious person, you might be like, oh, well, you know, like, through all things, God, through all things, you believe in Christ or whatnot. You know, like, <laughs> you might have some crazy thoughts that might make you think that all you got to do is just pray hard enough or believe hard enough. But, like, even in the Bible, the Bible says that through his works, ye will be known. So, essentially, you'll, like, have to, like, you have to do more than, like, just uh, uh, just like dream of these. Like let's let's go back, for instance, to like the original story of the original human beings, Cain and Abel. Like Adam and Eve weren't the original human beings because they were like made from God, right? Like we're like Cain and Abel were born. Like we don't we don't recognize Adam and Eve as being born, and also they didn't they didn't have like humanity, so to speak, in the way that we look at it throughout their whole life. Like you know they had that. That their lives led up to that incident where they had the apple and then like they kind of became human but before that they were like something completely different they didn't exist in the same way that we exist because like they had like a paradise where they didn't feel pain and their eyes as the bible said their eyes weren't completely open so i don't know what that means i don't know if you want to take that like actual verbatim like word for word or if it means like or if you could take it as meaning that they didn't completely 
they couldn't completely see uh, the future. They couldn't really see like the result of their actions. And essentially, maybe uh, they God was like just had them just living and worshiping them. I don't know. I, whatever your interpretation of the Bible is, it doesn't matter. Cain and Abel were the first human beings, and in a, in in that story, I mean, I, I, most people know that Cain murdered Abel. And that um, Cain was sentenced to like walk the earth or whatnot for the rest of eternity or something like that. And like anybody who tried to kill him would be like have their families, families smited for like generations or something. It was like seven generations. So Cain was the first guy to commit murder. He's first human, one of the first human beings. I, I think he was actually the first human being because he's the older brother, and he was the first person to commit murder. So what do we? Uh, so that's just a story. But what led up to that story, and what makes me bring that up, right? Well, look, the thing is that Cain, he sacrificed, right? Like the thing about, at that time is like sacrifice. So like for a long time, people talked about sacrifice, and even nowadays, like people talk about sacrifice, and that's kind of what I'm talking talking about here. Is that like? Cain had an, a life, uh, we don't, and, and I, I gotta say this, like, Cain had a life that was not as good as Abel's, more, sort, more or less, even though he was blessed, because, you know, back in the days, he was the, the, the uh, back in the days, the firstborn was the one that was, like, blessed, or that they would, they would have the land uh, that the family owned bequeathed to them uh, when, you know, the parents died, uh, so he was, like, blessed with the land and then unfortunately <laughs> Abel outsmarted him one point in time and when Abel was really hungry he sold I don't know why he did this but he sold his rights to the land to his brother Abel for uh some for some uh soup and <laughs> so that was the deal so now Cain was like pretty much you know he was like uh <laughs> just regular dude and you know people made fun of him too because like he gave away his plot of land for some soup so you know people made fun of him and stuff and he just kind of had a bad he had bad luck and then we don't know really we don't really know if we had luck bad luck but there was one thing that was mentioned in the in the bible and this is a short story like this story of Cain and Abel is not, not very long at all it's like maybe like two or three chapters maybe it's not even that long so but there's a, I don't even know if it's three chapters. It might even that, might be that long. But there was a lot of lot packed into that. And in this, as I was talking about before, like they sacrifice. Sacrifice is a thing that they they did because you know they didn't know any better. But at the same time, maybe they did know better because <clears throat> we know to this day that sacrifice is the way that we get what we want in the future. Like that's what we essentially do every time we decide that we're not going to watch TV, we're not going to lay in bed, we're not going to do the things that make us want make us have fun in the present time. We've sacrificed those thing, things uh that we love to do so that we may be able to do them later and maybe even better. So, 
that's like present day sacrifice. Obviously, back then it was a little something different. It was a little bit more uh, symbolic, right? Like they actually sacrificed animals and stuff like that. But they sacrificed in a way that probably would be like similar to what the church has us do now, which is tithing. You know, like you take something that you need. You know, like for them it was sheep, right? They ate lamb and stuff, and they ate. Uh, they probably ate sheep. I don't know if they ate sheep, but they used the sheep for wool, and they and, and I know they ate lamb. So you think about that, like that's something that they could have used as money. So that's like ten percent, and you know they also did other things. But essentially, what they did is they took these sacrifices and they burned them, and they, the smoke was supposed to rise up to God. And like the, you know, that was supposed to show the, but depending on the smoke, you know, obviously if it was a good sacrifice, depending on the smoke, it was a good sacrifice to God and and God was pleased. So, uh, in the Bible, it says that Abel's sacrifice, sacrifices always please God, but it doesn't say if Abel's sacrifice, excuse me, Cain's sacrifices were like not it doesn't say if Cain's sacrifices were accepted by God or acceptable to God. It just says that his sacrifices were um, more or less meager. But it didn't say that they were like not accepted by God. However, on the same note, when Cain asked God why he has so many like of these afflictions and why he has all these issues in life and stuff like that and why he more or less has bad luck... God uh, confronts him and he says, like, well, like, you've been doing all this terrible stuff and, like, essentially you've laid, you've had, let the, you've let evil come to your house and lay, I can't remember the exact words, but you let evil come to your house and it sat at your doorstep and you've invited it in and you've laid with it. So, essentially what he says that, like, he doesn't really address the sacrifices, Right. What he does say is that what he's done is not something is something that he knows is not acceptable uh, to God. So he doesn't necessarily say that the sacrifices aren't good, but it's implied that the sacrifices may may not be good. But at the same time, it's also implied that he just may have a bad lot in life, and because he's not, let's say, because he's not like. I want to say taking it doesn't sound right, but he's not accepting it with full responsibility. I won't even want to say responsibility because there's you know there's times in people's lives we all know that people have just had crazy things happen to them, you know, or like just really unfortunate things, like kids that get cancer, right? What kid deserves to get cancer, right? But there's sometimes where this thing, these things happen. And, like, if you want to survive as a kid, no matter how cruel it may sound, like, if you want to survive, you have to accept the fact that you have cancer and then you have to actually fight it. And you have to go forward strongly. Right? Otherwise, you die. You know? Like, it's, there's, no, there's no if, ands, or buts around it. Like, sometimes life is like that where you just kind of face it head on. And if you don't, well, then your life is done. So like, I don't want to put it out there that drastically, but if you think about it though, sacrifice is important. And then it said that essentially the, from the beginning of humanity, we've recognized that sacrifice is a very important part of our, an integral part of our life. If you want to have what you want in the future, then you absolutely have to make sure that you 
have sacrifice, that you do sacrifice. And in sacrificing, you eliminate those things that can possibly lead you astray. Like you eliminate those things that will deter you from getting what you want in the future. That's essentially the purpose for sacrifice. Like it's not so it's not so you can just like quote unquote earn what you want, right? Just because you're suffering, right? Because that's what some people think about a sacrifice. It's like, oh it's suffering. It's me not feeling good so that later on I can feel good. But in all actuality, sacrifice should feel good because you should be thinking about yourself as somebody that's more than one person. You should think about yourself as somebody that's a community, someone that is stretching out over time. So, or a community of people that stretches out over time. So, like, not you're not just you. You're not the person that you are in the present moment, but you're. Inter- multiple iterations of you. Obviously, you're not the same exact person because that would be weird. That'd be like I've heard something about the other day when they're to like somebody. I was listening to like this quantum physics. I've I've been watching these quantum physics things on YouTube, but they're talking about how like there's people that they that believe that there's the way that time can be construed on a a horizontal act axis, like how we you know how we experience it where like everything happens one piece at a time and it's laid out and you can only go forward and there's other people that believe that time can go on a a horse a vertical axis where everything happens at once and you can just like pick the pieces of those of those events and like reorder them if you want if you can figure out how to reorder them obviously uh, we haven't figured that out yet but there's people that actually believe that because time exists on different dimensions that we can actually mix it up so anyways uh that's not really the point here the point is that no matter if you believe in yourself existing in horizontal or vertical uh time axis there's still multiple iterations of you 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 are not the same person that exists a year from now and you're not the same person that existed a year ago you have different beliefs you have different ways of doing things even if there's slightly just very minute changes you have different things that that are your guiding principles and maybe not i shouldn't even say guiding principles but different aspects of life and the environment guide you along and they maybe influence your guiding principles uh uh, somewhere down the road but at the end of the day though it's important to understand that like it's not just you trying to like make yourself feel good right now or make yourself feel like you uh are happy and that's where like you get into that i've talked about this before we get into that trap of happiness because people want to be happy and if you're calling on yourself to be happy right now and you're not considering anything from the past or anything from the future you would essentially just like chill out and do nothing right like that would be the ultimate happiness for most people well i wouldn't say for most people but like whatever you want to say like if you have not a care in the world for most people that would be happiness the lack of stress would be happiness for most people essentially the removal of stress from their lives that would be happiness and for the most part you can remove remove stress relatively easily. You know, you drink yourself into a drunken stupor. You don't think about anything else except for being drunk. Or you do a bunch of drugs and then you're not like you're just worried about colors and the sound of the uh, the, the sound of red or uh, numerical representation of 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 a cat. <laughs>
I don't know. I don't think I don't think like that normally, but uh, I'm just saying like if you really want to be happy, like that's the easiest way to do it. You don't have to even worry about sacrifice. All you got to do is just worry about yourself in the present moment. But life is way more way more expansive than that you know it's way more than just us it's way more than just our community that is that composed that is composed of ourselves over time it's also the community that we actually live in and that community that we live in is also represent is also uh, composed of uh, the the un- uh not the universe i don't want to go that route but your 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 culture you know and maybe your your uh your region and maybe your country and you know we go as far as the world and then from there, you can even go into the solar system because you don't ever know like what the other things that are affecting us and what other effects we have are, are what what effect we have on the universe and what what effect the universe has on us. So like you can go take that off into infinity essentially but at the end of the day it's more than just like the point i'm saying here is that like you can't just dream yourself into into happiness you can't just uh, desire that you're going to be happy and just believe that all you got to do is continue doing the same thing that you were doing or just literally just pray and 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 hope and dream and you'll believe that a miracle will come along and i'm not saying miracles don't come along and i'm not (laughs) but i don't I can't say that I believe that a miracle will come along. Uh, based, uh, a miracle is not directly correlated to how much you pray. Let's put it that way. Or how much you believe. I don't think so. I don't think it is. I don't think you can do that uh, just on belief alone. I don't think you can achieve anything just on belief alone. I just feel like that's never been the case. Not for me. Not for anybody that I know that's been successful. It took. It takes some sort of sacrifice the thing i want to end with here is like it's more than just sacrifice it's more than just like the secret it's really like why people say and this is i'm gonna let you in on something why people say that you should pursue the thing that you love you should pursue the thing that makes you happy and we'll you know we'll take a broader sense of happy rather than like happy is in like in the moment but happy overall like the joy in life you know but more than just happy in the moment but just like overall joy satisfaction with your life although you're still striving to get, to do more and help more and create more value in your life is essentially like to get to that point of happiness or to joy is like why they say this do what you love is because if you do what you love you're gonna do more of it you're just gonna outwork everybody that doesn't like it as much right like i see people all the time like running into like doing the fitness thing like maybe they love like let me give you an example. So there's people I know that are in the fitness industry that have like worked out their whole lives, right? They've been like working out, they've been kind of doing it just because uh, like that's what they do. They stay in shape, right? And those people they do pretty well when they become personal trainers. Right? And sometimes they even do 
really well if they've like maybe done something to lose weight or something like that and like they can inspire people and you know if they love if they love it and they like love and helping people do the same thing i see those people really succeeding and really making some strides and not only making money but also helping tons of people and obviously if you help tons of people you make a lot of money um and that's and, Conversely, I see people that like get into personal training because they want to make money, because they want to be, because they want to look really buff, and they want to look at themselves in the mirror, and they want to essentially like be known as uh, like a fitness expert, right? Those people, I don't see them doing very well because their passion isn't necessarily to help people in fitness. Their passion isn't necessarily to make themselves better athletes or better in better shape they're be- more interest- interested in the aesthetics which uh, aesthetics is fine like it's cool if you like are in love with like looking good and like helping maybe helping other people look good too but if that's not what's really driving you if that's not really motivates you to wake up in the morning and to improve on what you can offer, well, then it's not going to be long-lived. You're going to probably spend a lot less time in the gym. The only time you're going to spend in the gym is the time you're spending in, like, making yourself look better. You're going to spend the time that you're going to maybe train your clients and work out yourself, and then that's it. You're not going to be in the gym, like, maybe researching, you know. You're not going to be in the gym trying to figure out what's the best way to uh, convince your clients or what's the best way to uh, motivate your clients or persuade you're not going to be thinking about that you're going to be thinking about yourself and you're going to be thinking about how you can make money from your clients rather than how you can how you can help your clients love what you do as much as you love what you do because you can't persuade your clients to love making money for you Right, because if your thing is that you want to make money and you want to look good making money, there's no possible way that you can convince or persuade your clients that that is a good solution or that is a good end goal for them because nobody wants to help you do anything unless it absolutely benefits them. Right? I mean, even people that do charity. Like, the reason why they do it is because they feel good about themselves. They don't do it just because they're helping. And I know it sounds terrible, but it really is the case. You feel good about yourself when you do charity. Whether it's your time or money, you feel good about yourself. And that's the selfish thing that you get as a, reci- a reciprocal feeling for helping someone else or donating to charity, time or money. So... Like you gotta think about this. If you were trying, if you yourself are shopping, like you're not gonna go for someone that's gonna be like essentially trying to swindle you out of your money. Because that's essentially what a trainer like that is: is someone that's like trying to swindle you out of your money, and so they can uh, so they can benefit while you get minimal benefit, right? Like, and those are the same people that say you get out what you put in, right? They say that because they're not putting anything in for for you. They're not trying to help you out at all. They just are giving you exercises and then letting you go on out the door. You know, and I'm just using personal training because I know this. This is my industry, and I see it a lot. I see a lot of trainers that, like, might even be knowledgeable. Might even know a lot about 
like what's going on in the industry. But at the end of the day, but at the end of the day, their issue is that their whole thing is that they want to make money and they want to be recognized for what they know, rather than like trying to figure out how they can best uh, convince not even convince their clients, but how they can best give the most value to their clients. You know, obviously that's partially marketing, getting new clients in. There's also partially branding yourself. There's no, you know, that's the, the running the business part, but the actual like being someone that like your people trust and like being someone that like all your clients and all the people that work with you really get a positive feeling uh, of about because like they realize that it's not just about you that you're not just over there to get a fancy car or you know whatever whatever you're whatever people want to buy with their newfound money or newfound money but new newly earned money like whatever it is I'm not knocking anything that like because I like to like I like toys too and like obviously I'm in business to make money too but I'm not in business to make money over like my over my reputation, over creating, or over trying to provide as much value for the people that are uh, walking through my doors as possible. So that's what I just, I mean, and, and that's the sacrifice that I'm making. The sacrifice that I'm making is that I, you know, that I try to you know, maybe get, a, get as much from my clients as possible without giving them uh, as much as I can. You know, like there's, there's business models that absolutely do run that way, right? Like there's McDonald's, like you go there and you get a dollar hamburger, but the meat, even though it's a dollar hamburger, it's probably like 25 cents. Well, they probably lose, I think those dollar hamburgers might be lost leaders or the fries are lost leaders, one of the two. But you get the point I'm making. The point, point is that like instead of offering you, instead of getting like a gourmet meal, you don't get a gourmet meal at McDonald's, you get like something that's like they're get, trying to give you the least amount for the most amount of money like you can't eat at mcdonald's for less than you can't eat decently at mcdonald's for less than five bucks right so they're giving you the least amount as possible for the most amount of money so it's the same thing with anything else like most people are trying to give you the least amount uh for at least they're trying to extract the most amount of value while giving you the least amount of effort so, and that's the opposite of what I'm trying to do. Like, I, I admit that I'm not always 100% like giving as much as I can because I just don't, well, I'm always giving as much as I can, but I don't give as much as possible because like, I just don't have it all. I don't always have it. I'm a human being and sometimes like I've just drawn too much from what I have for myself. And that's like really the gist or the anti-secret essentially. You know, it's like instead of sitting there praying and hoping that like, what I do is going to make people like want to work with me. I'm going to try to I'm going to try to continue to work and to make myself a better trainer. I'm going to try to continue to service my clients the best way I can and do what I know makes them happy. Not in terms of like have them not do exercise, but you know, like making sure I do the little things, have a clean gym, speak to them properly, maybe show up nice and clean and like on time and stuff. Like it's the little things, and those are sacrifices because like every one of those things, like I could not do. I could not show up on time and like be show up whenever I want to. I could like not show up clean, and I'm like you know just blame it on like the fact that I'm working in a gym or. I could have my gym just like be d- 
dirty and messy because, like, I can, again, blame it on the fact that it's a gym and I have a lot of people that come in here. But at the end of the day, like, I'm always trying to offer the best best thing for my clients. And not only am I trying to offer the best service for my clients, I'm also trying to figure out best way that I can, like, give them the best experience. Like, I'm always in here feeling it, feeling what it feels like to be in this gym. So, like, it sounds weird, but I like to feel, like, what it's like to be in this gym. And sometimes, like, I would just, like, be sitting around and be thinking about, oh, well, my clients might want this. Or, like, oh, my clients might like if I did this. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm always in this gym, not only because, like, (laughs) I don't want to go home because I normally try to... I try to run here, and when I don't run here, I try to drive here as minimal times as possible, so I'm not burning gas. So I know that's a little bit of the uh, this spinster in me or whatnot, but <laughs> uh, it is what it is. Like you know, whatever helps me like stay focused on what I'm supposed to be doing here, which is trying to create as much value uh, for my clients and provide, excuse me, provide as much value for my clients as possible, and be as astute to uh, what my clients needs are not just like a generic client but what every one of my every one of my clients specifically need and that takes a toll it takes its toll it takes some time it takes some time it takes some sacrifice but at the end of the day i'm not sitting here hoping praying wishing and trying to collect crystals and all this other energy or whatnot to get what i want from life I'm actually visualizing what I want from life, thinking about the things that I need to do to make it happen, and then I'm making it happen. Now, granted, I may not be getting it right away, but I don't expect to get any of these things right away. And I expect, you know, look, I came from not a lot, right? And I know people that came from a lot that still are working hard to get what they want in life. So, like, I'm just thinking to myself, like, it's going to take, like, 30, 40 years. And it takes a little bit of patience. And that's the problem between with sacrifice and, and, and uh, for most people. So they just don't have the patience. People want to sacrifice for a little bit. They see no results. And they just blow it all up. They try to, to, try to go uh, for short-term wins. And, like, they just blow the whole scheme up. Or, like, people don't even want to sacrifice at all. And they just sit there and try to go short term all together and try to be as happy as they can for as long as they can until it all just crumbles or you know or the other uh, terrible alternatives is people just don't even try because they just think that their idea they're that they're not meant to do it or whatnot and i understand that that's totally hard i totally understand that anyways I really hope that you consider this today. Like, I really hope that you think about like what sacrifice really means, and and like, not think about it in terms of like you have to suffer, because that that's not a sacrifice. Suffering suffering is not a sacrifice. Suffering is just suffering, and you can never get anything you want in life by simply by suffering. I guarantee you that one hundred percent. That absolutely never ever ever happens so if you think about suffering if you think if you're thinking like martyrdom or if you're thinking that like somebody's gonna feel sorry for you because you're like suffering or that because you are are not dealing with things the way you should it's not gonna happen and I wouldn't and if it does happen you're lucky but I would definitely not ever try to try to count on the kindness of strangers 
because that's, or even the people that love you, because at the end of the day, everybody has 100% of their DNA. And the purpose of having our focus on that 100% DNA is so we can propagate, <laughs> propagate, propagate that DNA thus forward into the future. But <laughs> if you're worried about other people, you're decreasing the chances that your DNA will uh, propagate into the future. So that's just something to consider. You know, it's like really try to do the best you can to not suffer, but sacrifice. And I think that's what we'll call this episode today. Don't suffer, sacrifice. Yes. Anyways, that does it for my Monday. I really do appreciate you listening to this episode. This was a, uh, a deep delve into what I was thinking about over the weekend. I was just really reading people's uh, statuses, and I was just looking at like this stuff that I see people putting up, and everybody, uh, not everybody, but a lot of people are just saying, just believe, and are just saying, I'm just going to stay positive, and yada, 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 but you don't hear about, like, what in the world they're planning on doing in terms of actually having a game plan to succeed. They just, people just say, I believe that I can grow, I can do something awesome. I believe in a lot of people, but if you don't believe in yourself enough to actually take action, I I don't have anything for you, buddy. You just, you're just out of luck. <laughs> so look, <laughs> I know I said, I know I said we're going to end this, but I just want to reiterate, it's very important that instead of you believing, you got to do more than just believe. You actually have to put in that work. You have to actually create a game plan for what you want. And if you don't have a game plan, which I highly do suggest you do, because if you don't have a map, you have no idea where you're going. But if you, at the very minimum, like, visualize what you want and maybe visualize a couple steps of what it would take for you to get there whether it's like what you have to give up or whether whether it's something that you actually have to do more of whatever it is think about what it is that's going to get you to that next level plan it out and take action on that today all right so i'll talk to you soon please tell your friends about this uh, this episode if you know that they may need a little bit of help or a little bit of encouragement some people out there just need a little bit of encouragement, especially if they do believe in the secret in that way and they just keep banging their head against the wall thinking that their prayers and hopes and wishes are get answered. Send this over to them if this is a, if they've been trying to work on something for a while and they just feel like that they're right on the edge but they just don't know what to do from here. Also, if you have sent this out to friends, I really do appreciate that. Keep sending it out. But also, if you uh, would be so kind, I would love for you to subscribe to this wherever you're listening to this, whether it be on Apple iTunes or Spotify. I would love for you to subscribe and also leave a rating or review. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Have a great one. And as always, keep good company.